whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I'm Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we are we here, are to, here rant to rant and rave. rave. Oh, we both shoulders. <laughs> you I look very get... nice. I don't. I do? I I've do. been in my pajamas all day. I had to go back to the doctor's office and give blood, you know, for lab work. A joy. Uh, they, I drained a quart for everything under the sun because I missed my physical last year. And apparently, let's just jump right into it. So That's I went to joy give- to give blood. Oh, it wasn't for pleasure or no, for kindness <laughs> by any means. It was let's let the blood out of Dana and figure out everything wrong with her. So I'm just going to, we'll just jump in because here's the thing, guys. Jessica and I have a rooftop date tonight. Yeah. And we don't have time to do a four hour green room dump like we usually do. <laughs> <laughs> So guess what, y'all? <laughs> BTS behind the scenes. Here's the green room dump. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Jessica, I went and I gave a ton of blood. Um, my son is extremely nervous about me getting old. He Aww. has been very worried all day, saying, "Are you getting really? old? Are you?" Yeah, <laughs> because he's dealt with old age and death a lot lately. So, mm-hmm. um, but I had to fast, you know, until yes. then. So my doctor's appointment the other day was five o'clock and I was like, no, I'm not going all day without eating. I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. The earliest appointment I could get was either like sometime next week, which I wanted to get it done as quickly as possible or 2 p.m. 2 p.m. today, which today is Saturday. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't I tried to sleep in so that I would wake up a little bit late. Sure. And then get a couple of things done and rush over to give blood so I wouldn't be starved. And I did. I did it fine. But I don't remember what I've said to y'all. I think I think we all know that, like, I've had some issues lately because I ran out of – you guys are probably sick of hearing it. But I ran out of my antidepressant while I was on my trip because my doctor was mad at me. Remember when she told me everybody's crying? I don't know mm-hmm. what you want me to do and yelled at me. Mm-hmm. And so then I promised a listener, you know, who you are. Uh, that I would get a new doctor and go. And I did it. Bravo. Thank you, lady. It is hard. Especially yes. it's if you hadn't haven't been to a doctor for years or if you're switching. I wish I had some kind of clapper for you so you could see you <laughs> to go. Anyway. Clap on. Clap, clap off. Uh, the clapper. So, <laughs> I remember those commercials so well. Anyway. So it's really hard to go to a new doctor or to go to a doctor when you haven't been in years. It's just hard. And Jessica, you've been, you've been an absolute inspiration. You've been going and doing it. And so has my dad. And I'm really proud of you guys. And now I'm proud of me because I did. And as you should. And I'm telling you, 
we went over everything. She was like, is there anything else you need to tell me, you know, about your family history or you or what? And I go, anything bad? This was early in the appointment. <laughs> I go, anything bad? Because I got a lot to tell you. And she goes, all right, let's do this. I love it. <laughs> so I just told her, so I got referrals for an endocrinologist, for a mammogram, everything. Just get Perfect. all caught up. Yes. Because I am usually pretty good about going for my yearly physicals. Mm -hmm. I feel so grateful. There have been times in my life I haven't had insurance. Mm -hmm. And I haven't had that easily available to me. I appreciate it greatly. That's another reason, you know, I have the same mentality around voting. People have fought and died for me to have that right. I better use it. Yes. If I've got medical insurance, there's a lot of my close personal friends who don't. Yep. I better freaking use it. And to be perfectly honest with y'all, I lost my insurance for the first time uh, in mm -hmm. probably 17 years, you know, since I've gotten it. Um, I am lucky enough to be married to a man who can cover me. And it mm -hmm. sucks. You know, I've always been a pretty self-sufficient woman. It was a blow to my pride. <laughs> sure. But I'll be doggone if I'm not going to use that. So I did tell yeah. her, I said, look, I'm not a doctor hopper and I don't run away from physicals because that was the reason my doctor gave for not letting me get my medication mm -hmm. before I left town instead of waiting to come back and get an appointment. That's a lo my long way of saying she got real mad at me because I told her she was unkind and <laughs> not not blatantly like that, but I let her know that her behavior was and she was making me pay penance, I guess. So I just left. So now I have a new doctor and I really love her. Mm -hmm. She's she put it all out on the table. Like, here's the risks. Here's where you at. Here's where you were in 2019. Let's find out where you are in 2021. Uh, I told my Wait, other does that mean that she contacted the former she doctor it. and got your records? No, she saw it in my in my records. I it was it's at the same facility, so they have access. Oh, can get, oh that's it, great. It's so good. That's yes. Great. So she could see everything. Perfect. And you know, I told my other doctor when she said you have to come for a physical before you can get your antidepressant. I said, I don't know what my physical necessarily has to do with me, like my mental day to day, but I've never been a physical avoider. Um I contacted you three times last year for a COVID test. You never mentioned me coming in for a physical, but said you couldn't see me for a COVID test. I didn't know we were all running out to get physicals. And that's why you were so busy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's green room stuff that Jessica would have talked about. But now I said it on Hilarious. the show. <laughs> well, and we've talked about this before. Go to your the doctor. The problem is go to your doctor, but the doctor should have said, hey, I'll give you enough to cover while you're gone or for a month or whatever, but I'm going to need you to make here. an appointment. In fact, she could have said, let's put a, a date on the calendar. Yes, I'll transfer you back to the first front desk and they'll put a date on the calendar. 100%. As soon as I get a message, you made that appointment. I'll send in for, for just till that time. Uh -huh. I wouldn't have cared if she gave me seven pills or some I random know. number just to get me through. Because I literally yeah. said on the phone, I said, I am not okay. I know it because I felt this in December when my husband had COVID and right. I didn't ask anyone to help me. Yep. Dumb, dumb. Right. So I yep. knew what was happening and I, am not in fact when i introduced myself to my doctor yesterday i said i just she goes it looks like you've been crying and i said i have i'm not myself today i should let you know that Aww. and she goes well i can't wait to meet you because you seem lovely 
Okay, I love this doctor, and I don't even know her. She was Dan Tipton's doctor, and he said, why don't you try her out? He said, she's blunt. And I go, oh, you mean she's going to tell me I'm fat like I don't know already? Okay, Uh, I think I can handle it. I'm sure she's not going to say it the way I say it to myself. Right. (laughs) So anyway, it is really hard. Um, if you have access or a need mm-hmm. to see a doctor, find a way, please. I know how hard it is. Yes. We will support you and high five you uh, digitally totally. all the way through it. But I'm proud uh, of you for real because that's huge growth. Okay, there's a it's a huge thing yeah. to even recognize you need help, no matter what the help is for. But then we all go, yeah, I need it, and then yeah. we all usually get complacent or you get lazy or. You get depressed again, so then you're not motivated to do it. La, la, la. The list is so long. The fact that you were like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going is huge. It's so huge. I'm not joking. That's also because of you. I watched you doing it. I saw you doing it. And I was like, I can do this. I can push. Even though I'm feeling, you know, I felt... I've been talking about this doctor thing since December when it happened. Mm -hmm. It clearly stuck in my craw (laughs) (laughs) and when something like that happens it's very easy to go i don't want to deal with her and i'm not going to deal with this i've i've waited longer than i should have obviously seeing you and my dad both just push through and when you don't get the answers you both just ask and you're your own advocates and you keep pushing it's the only reason my dad's alive today i wasn't always like that but i well, you I need have to be, become that way. You should be proud of yourself, Jessica. Thank you. Yes. I, you, I have witnessed it and you, you should be very proud. Oh, thank you. I mean, I don't know. Me I, I hope so. Is that a good thing? I hope it feels sure. good. Um, well, this is very timely because I was flipping through the stations the other night. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer has a show. It may even yeah. be called Cedric. It is could it? Be. I think he's had several. I Cedric think it shows. is. But he has a show and it has uh, the guy. What is his name? I'm embarrassed because I got to amazingly work with him once. Schmidt from New Girl. Oh, Max, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm so bad with names. Ah, I was just talking about this guy the other day. Okay. Also, I'm I auditioned for New Girl so many times that I've kind of tried to erase it from my brain. <laughs> Even though our friend Jake is amazing on there. Let's, I, let's make I didn't get clear. to work with him, but I got to see him that day. Yeah, I love fantastic. Jake Johnson. I, I got it. to see him while I was giving birth and then said, can we turn off the TV? That's my friend. And I don't want to watch him while I push a baby Scream. out. <laughs> anyway, oh my sidebar. <laughs> so they're on a sitcom together and mm-hmm. Cedric has to go for his physical and the doctor's like, and he's like kind of nervous about his physical and the doctor's like, well, everything's all clear. He's like, great. I knew it. And, you know, he leaves. He's like, see, I knew what I was talking about to like his friend or his wife or whatever. And then the right. doctor's like, whoa, we're not done yet. He's like, um, you're at the age now. He goes, it's mandatory that you have a colonoscopy. colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. So the whole gist of the episode was him avoiding it and he yeah. refuses to book an appointment with the doctor mm-hmm. and somehow the wife gets wind of it. Or I don't know if the doctor called the whatever, but he comes home and acts like everything's fine. And she's like, you're lying. And I've already booked the appointment. 
amazing. That happened to me once when I went many years without a lady appointment. It was mm-hmm. before I had Henry and I had mm-hmm. gone a long time. And Dan Tipton was like, okay, just letting you know, Tuesday at 12.15, you have a pap smear appointment. I was like, what? <laughs> that's like, amazing. And that's in his heart, love. he was like, I want babies. You better be healthy down there. <laughs> but it is too, like, there are things that can go wrong for a lady that are deadly and it's it's good to know you know to keep up on that i think that's i mean is it an invasion of privacy i don't think so when you're married is it would you be mad if Uh, alan made appointments for you no especially not when it was for diagnostic or preventative and especially if well to be honest whether there's issues already existing or not this is part of the problem there are hurt look we all have a better chance of living long and living well if we do certain things to take care of ourselves, right? Yeah. Yes. But I think every single person has known at least one, if not many people who are very healthy that then drop dead. They have an aneurysm. They had a totally. pre-existing heart condition that no one Nobody ever knew about. Knew about. Mm-hmm. Non-hereditary things or things could be hereditary and then they don't manifest until you're in your 60s, whatever. Well, so, no, I think you- it's... Was it you telling me too that like, or maybe I heard this on a podcast. I know you and I have been discussing this, so I can't mm-hmm. remember. I'm also not myself today. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they say that actually women with heart issues, it's mm-hmm. frequently overlooked or not even looked for yep. because they're worried about other things that are sure. female related and they don't think that there's as big a chance or risk. Exactly. So, a lot more women have died from heart complications that maybe could have been prevented early on Absolutely. because no one ever looked. Yep. That was something my doctor said. She was like, that's another appointment I have. Yep. I have to get my heart checked because my dad has heart problems. Same. Two, two valve replacements. Um, you know, my kidney function is constantly checked because my mom died of kidney disease or mm-hmm. complications from it. Um, so, but I think you're right, Jessica, like, so many things, if it's not hereditary, can pop up and still kill you if you're not on yes. top of your health. <laughs> things can change. I mean, my health changed drastically uh, almost two years ago. And trust me, uh, there wasn't really many indicators. Right. Uh, and then I had a real close call. And that was my yeah. wake up call for real. Yeah, like that I was know. I took it as OK, this is my second chance. Yep. But I know I've been scared to go because I'm scared to find out something's wrong. I think that's probably the number one factor. Yeah. Which, of course, it's like what uh, the irony is, like you can't find out what's wrong unless you yeah, get unless tested. You right. And, the and that was a big part out, of the show. The sooner you find out, the easier it is to early slow down or stop or I know you're so right. And it's such it is such a dumb argument you have with yourself because as grown ass adults, we know this. Exactly. I mean, I'm telling you right now, I got all this blood work done today and, you know, I'll get the results soon. And it's literally everything. And I guarantee to you. A lot of those numbers and stuff are going to be way different than they were in 2019. Yeah. And that's something I want to remind people too. Like just life is hard on your body and we've all been experiencing a lot of life. And the definition of life for me right now is like a lot of hard shit. Yes. (laughs) 
I think life is so beautiful and it's so hard. We can't forget that. It, it's as joyful as it is painful. It is. Right? It really is. And, and the poignant moments in between the two when I'm, they intersect. Yeah. And and you just don't think about it that much when you're young. I, I think I told you this. We just took a trip back home to Missouri and, um, mm-hmm. you know, visited with Dan's parents as well as helped my father after knee replacement surgery. But uh, one of the things that hit me, he was having to deal with in front of his face, his parents declining health. Um, and I don't want him to be a part of that club, mm-hmm. <laughs> but right. he is right now and, uh, I've been through it. So I think, and I hope that I've been a good person to help support him through this. It's certainly far from over. Um, sure. but the thing that hit me this trip was, oh God, everything that's happening right now is hereditary. Yeah. What if this happens to my Dan Tipton? <sighs> And that never crossed my mind before then. Mm-hmm. I've been with this man, if you include dating, over 20 years. I Yes, never, you include dating since the day you met. It's never crossed my mind yeah. that any of those things would touch my life mm-hmm. through him, you know, that he yeah. would be, be ill. And listen, we just don't know. Right. You don't know. And that's why we've got to try and be on top of it. I feel like mm-hmm. we're, I hope we're not sounding like preachy like get on to the doctor well i am preaching i know it's also not easy for everyone yes that's the thing too like there are times jessica you've told me stories about your appointments that i wanted to go and lay out your doctor for the way they spoke to you yes and the non-answer giving and the things. (laughs) Apparently I ask too many questions. Well, if you could just let things be known off the top, I wouldn't have 50 questions. You didn't have 50 questions. I had like one or two. You had like, I think one time you said, (laughs) I asked this, this, and this. And I was like, okay, like waiting for the other. And that was it. I was like, that's not an exorbitant amount of questions. No. It's I mean, not. literally, you could be like, what time's my next appointment? And do you have a bathroom? And be oh, three-fourths of the way to where you were asking medical <laughs> questions. Uh, I know. <laughs> anyway, pat on your back, Jessica, for doing so well and inspiring me to go get my stuff done, too. I'm very glad to hear it. Yeah. We'll see how Onward this and upward. Shakes out, right? Yes. And no matter what, for real, it's like, yes. We don't always hear what we want to hear, but when you hear it, then it's like, okay, do the best with whatever that thing is, right? Yeah. To try to do what you can to make things better or to slow their progression. Absolutely. Also, it may not be the things you think. So just go, go take a peek. You're going to be fine no matter what. We're rooting for you. And especially, you know who you are that I talk to on private dms oh i said i was gonna do it and then now you have to follow suit <laughs> <laughs> only because i love you <laughs> i love that yeah i think that's important that's another thing accountability is great absolutely it helps right mm-hmm. So if you want us to hound you about going to the doctor, Jessica, how can they get a hold of us? 
You can message us on Facebook or Instagram. Instagram, I said, always just seems to be our preferred method uh, that our listeners contact us. Yes, it is the easiest, right? It's just instant. Facebook now, I'm telling you, we always get your messages, but sometimes it's weird and we don't see them right away. And you can't open Facebook messages from your phone, which is what most of us live on, right? Well, and And also, I haven't checked Facebook. I checked once in August and once in December. Oh, you haven't been on it. Yes. No. And literally all year. So I just don't ever send you anything there. Yeah. Um, on Facebook and Instagram, you can find us at the Rants and Raves podcast. Mm-hmm. On Twitter at raves underscore the. You can email us at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com. Yes, all of this is case sensitive. The Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to our contact button on the website, www.theransonravespodcast.com. Dot com. Woo! Yes. Thank Jessica. you. Thank you. Jessica, how are you? I am just dandy, Dana. I'm probably going to end up leaving a really, is terse an angry word? I don't uh-huh. know why that terse. came to mind. Yeah. Letter for my neighbor. Um, there, I can hear it now again um, through my headphones hopefully it doesn't pick up on the recording i don't hear it Uh -uh. okay good because there have been landscapers i wish i was exaggerating it is 4 38 our time pacific Uh standard time they started with the chainsaws at 8 30 this morning and i swear to god have not stopped since oh no and these neighbors wait and once a year they have people come to trim their trees that they don't take care of and their bougainvillea, which is like the rats of Nim on steroids. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. There is a truck parked in front of my apartment right now. And the entire, it's one of those big, like a, you know, like a pickup truck, but with the built up sides. Yes. Yes. They keep having two guys jump on it. It's like, it ain't going down anymore. Wow. There's only so much you can compress something, fool. Does their gardener not keep it trimmed during the year? I guess not. And by Ooh. gardener, if you mean the man who just mows their grass, I guess not. Wow. So I'm not kidding you. I hate the sound of air blowers, whatever they're I know. Called. We know We've this. Leaf about blowers. That. Leaf yes. blowers. Yes, they so anger. That is what? Uh, you know, I can't do math. We're going on seven hours of chainsaw nonstop, but even worse, I did my usual, you know, passive aggressive. I fly the door open and I storm out ready to yell at someone and then they don't stop doing it. So they can't hear me and I'll be like, hello, they can't see me. So then nothing is done except me tapping my foot with my hands on my hip, glaring, (laughs) waiting for them to feel my presence. Because Uh when the guy turned on the leaf blower after cutting down literally 10 foot thick of bramble, Uh he then took the leaf blower for the thousands of dead bougainvillea leaves that shook out of that mess and blew it all out onto the street. Oh, yeah. You're going to be sneezing like crazy, too. Sneezing? I'm going to... I, 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 I don't, I'm not even going to say what I'm going to do. Now, okay? let me ask you this. <laughs> so, obviously, the guy's working. They were hired to do a job. There's nothing they can do about I it. I know. What is it exactly you're going to say to your neighbor? 
for how inconsiderate they were to have chainsaws going for seven hours on a Saturday while people work from home and some of us are actors and need to record things. Do you think they're going to care? I don't, but he works in the industry. I've overheard him at one point. Okay. He's not an actor, but he does work. You know, I think he Uh has a higher up position. He's Uh probably not going to care. He doesn't even look anyone else's way ever. The wife is always sweet. They have a baby. I always wave to them, Uh meaning the wife and the baby. But Uh I don't know. You know what? I probably won't do shit. I've just given up. (laughs) But it's ruined my day. It legit. It's not only annoying. Alan has a day off, so he was going mad. Oh, he left. He go, I'm like, where are you going? He goes, I don't know. I can't listen to this anymore. I mean, it's oh, so God. loud. Yeah. And then I worked for most of the day, so I, I had to hear it and On be like, oh, yes. yes, like trying to cover my phone and be like, hello. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I wish. I honestly wish you had called me. You could have come over here and done it. Oh, my God. We're going to hold you up in a room somewhere. <laughs> You're very sweet. There's and, greater problems in life, but let me tell you, you know what? No, but that can grate on you. So, like, drive you crazy after a few hours, for sure. I know. Well, it seems well, like that's my rant. <laughs> I think we both did rants. I mean, that's that's my rant. I can't this get angrier than I already week am. in a row. I have been like, <laughs> I'm just going to talk for a minute. And then been completely knocked out the other rant that was scheduled. So what? Then we have um, it for the next show. I like when that happens organically. You do. I feel bad. Why? Nobody I was know, like, I, nobody was like, well, I heard the rant was going to be about leaf blowers part two. And it wasn't. Well, so I guess I'm out. you're right. You're right. <laughs> but we do have some good rants lined up. That's why I'm like, ah, ah, ah. Uh, I guess I'll have to be for the next show. Cause trust yeah. me, I'm angry about both of those too. Well, I'll tell you what I know. So am I. Cause <laughs> I looked at them. Uh, I'll tell you what um, mm-hmm. I've got an offer for you, my friend. Okay. How would you like to join me in a rooftop hot tub, rooftop hot tub at 630 this evening? Yeah, I'm down. Great. Then we've got a deal. I know it was already solidified a day ago, but it feels good to say it again when you've had such a craptastic day, doesn't it? Hilarious. It's true. You know what I'm bringing? You want to know what I'm bringing? Hmm. My short-sleeved swimsuit that I'm madly in love with and a chilled bottle of Prosecco. That sounds delightful. I'll tell you, I will not be bringing or wearing a swimsuit, but I will be sitting poolside and enjoying you ladies frolicking while I... Would you... Well, would you wear a t-shirt and shorts in the pool? No. No, you don't like it? Mm -mm. Nope. The only reason I get in the pool now, well, I'm really, really, that's something else we can talk about for two seconds before we move into corners. <laughs> um, uh, I, I really, the last, well, since Henry's been wanting to swim, mm-hmm. right? I've really made a, oh, 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 it makes me gag, effort to wear, oh, wear a swimsuit. <laughs> uh. Uh, only because... I don't have a lot of childhood memories of my mama swimming with me. I have millions mm. of childhood memories of my mama going, no, I'm not going to be seen in public in a swimsuit. <laughs> and I. Oh, she said that. 
Yes. Uh huh. And I don't want that to be my son's memory of me. And also what I've realized since I've started doing it, and I'll tell you how I got over that. um, What I've realized since I've started doing it is like how much fun I, and actual exercise, like actual good exercise. I don't realize I'm getting that I have missed, but like in the last couple of years, or the last few years, you know, I went to Cozumel with mm-hmm. uh, a friend to celebrate her graduation a few years ago. Uh, we just spent the entire time in our swimsuits, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have gone to the lake with a friend. I've gone different things, right? A, a lot of our friends out here have pools because mm-hmm. we live in California. You want to know how I got over it, Jessica? I bought a swimsuit that was two-piece, but like a full shirt, you know, mm-hmm. full full length um but it's a skirt and top and then this was before some genius decided that people might like to have sleeves on their swimsuits this in 2021 thank you whoever you were Mm -hmm. but i would take a cheap old t-shirt from target or somewhere that was v-necked and i would cut it up the middle like a cardigan One of those, one of those paper thin ones that when you buy it, you're like, this is going to last a year Mm -hmm. and five washings. I know it. Anyway, I would cut it up the middle, wear it like a cardigan and tie it under my boobs. So it wouldn't go anywhere. And that's how I started going, okay, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And then 2021 rolled around and somebody started putting out swimsuits with short sleeves. And you think, oh, that's too heavy. I don't want that mess on my body. Right. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it's the, it's made out of the same stuff, I guess, as like, um, well, not not dive suits, but that kind of Teflon wicking or whatever wicking neoprene. So the, yes, yes. Like wetsuits. Correct. So the water does not stay in the mm-hmm. swimsuit. Awesome. Be- and so that's how I've been able. So I guess my point is we it, all of us that are like, I don't like swimming. And you know why? I and love I swimming. Know why. I used to be on a swim team. And we got to get you a short sleeve swimsuit. <laughs> You will be so happy. And I need to find one before I go to Canada because we're, gonna we're going do it. to a lake at a cottage. Gonna, and Jessica, I would like to be able to be in the water with my nieces. You know where I got mine, Jessica? When I was where? back home in Springfield at Walmart for $20. Really? Every other swimsuit I've ever bought that could hold my boobies up have been at least 60 to to 100 yes, bucks. Yes, yes, yes. $20 is my favorite swimsuit I ever owned. Okay. We're going to get it for you before you go. All right. We are I'm because down. you don't, you don't, it is not fair to you to lose these fun memories. Indeed. So we're going to do it. Also, okay. you can cut as much of this out as you want to. <laughs> uh, should we <laughs> move on to our corners? Let's do it. Because we have places to be and people to see. <laughs> oh my God. All right, who's up first? It says you okay. are, but I don't know. I I totally landbasted this entire outline, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, also, people are like, "What outline? You guys are crazy. You just talk from the hip, don't you?" Uh, well, apparently, hilarious. a lot of times, yes. You can go ahead then. Go for okay. it. Okay. Well, I have a what the what corner. This is mm-hmm. from Jessica's favorite, the Mirror UK. Uh, <laughs> it's written by. Emma Rosemergy, she's actually an audience writer. You guys, that could be any one of us. Hmm. So if anybody's looking for a new a new gig, says audi- she's an audience writer. Does does that mean anybody could be do it? It doesn't matter. I don't know. That's interesting. 
anyway, here we go. Cheap mum saves thousands by washing with snow and charging hubby for meals. <laughs> okay. Becky Giles goes to the extreme to save money for her family by making her husband and kids walk with snow, water, and cleaning dishes alongside clothes in the washing machine. That sounds unacceptable. I don't this understand <laughs> even what that means, Dana. Here we go. The self-confessed most frugal mum in the world. Mm -hmm. Is that a good accent? Mm -hmm. Has opened up about her money-saving ways from washing her dishes in the washing machine alongside her clothes. That's not acceptable to me. There's soap no. made for, for human consumption, and yes. that does not go in your laundry. I, and what does she do? Throw a few plates in during the rinse cycle? I'm I don't get it. I don't either. I, I skimmed through this. I'm hoping there's more detail. Uh also, she brushes her teeth with snow. I'm sorry. You do not know how many things pee in that. What is wrong with you? I okay. can't. Also, I was like, oh, she's probably like 70-something, right? There was a different <laughs> time. And then and, and, and. the 41-year-old. Uh, uh, excuse me. Who lives with husband Jay, 39, and sons, 7-year-old George and 4-year-old Colden. I mean, free, free George and Colden at least, right? Oh, Get them out of there. <laughs> she confesses she's always been pretty frugal, but she took saving money to the extreme when she decided to give up her 25000 thousand pound salary to be a stay-at-home mom <clears throat> quote oh when i had my first son george i left my business because i wanted to stay home with him i get that so a lot of my philosophy is that saving money is the same thing as making money okay i can understand that too okay. you're saving money because you quit your job but the trade-off is you have more quality time for your kids to pee in the snow that you brush your teeth with got it mm -hmm. <laughs> in the first year wait let's see she explained okay in the first year we ended up cutting our expenses so much that it made up for that income loss wonderful becky's money saving efforts include doing any repair or decorating work herself got it from using newspaper as insulation uh, okay to using <laughs> wallpaper she found in a rubbish bin i mean that's all right if it was vintage or whatever you got to clean it. I'm sure she did. In fact, she even goes as far as refusing to tap water. Okay. Instead, collecting snow from outside her home for no. her family to wash with. To wash with. Snow water. So also She's, freezing, you know, the perfect kind of bath that everybody dreams of. Everybody loves Water from the sink actually costs money. Down the street, we have this really pretty creek, which I would use, but it's frozen because it's freezing outside. But in addition to saving pennies for the whole family, Becky actually charges her husband for food if he eats more than her. So she knows she's getting her money's what? worth. Yes, what? Jay said. If we ordered, say, mozzarella sticks, and there were four of them, and I ate three, she ate one. It's like, hey, Jay, you're paying 75% for the mozzarella sticks. What? I Over the years, Becky has saved so much money, she's actually more than earned back her former wage. But it's fair to say that not everyone could live that lifestyle. Yeah, no. I don't want to. I don't want to either. And also, your boys, when they become teenagers, they're literally just walking feed bags. Like, they need food constantly. You have yes. to fill that bag up 
all day, every day. Are yep. you going to charge them because they're growing boys? This is like, this is an extreme. The only reason, maybe this is too much information to share. <laughs> I'm trying to decide because we all know I'm not myself. Uh, the only reason I take a long and good enough shower to get really clean is because it's warm and comfy. I, yes. I'm pretty positive. If I had to bathe or shower in snow water, I might as well just be homeless. You probably don't want to sniff your through your nose around me if I'm I would not be inside. bathing in snow water. Uh 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 uh. Or. <laughs> eating off a plate that someone's uh, underwear was soaked in the same water with. Thank okay? you! Right? Un unacceptable. Unacceptable! I mean, I, I just keep thinking of all of these horrifically disgusting scenarios where mm. I'm like, the germ transference yes. is immeasurable in that house. Yep. Now, her kids are going to have a major immune system i'm sure they're going to be like cockroaches and also if you bathe in cold water all the time you don't grow hair so but for boys what do they care okay no, no boy is no boy is going around going oh i wish i had soft smooth legs unless he's a swimmer a swimmer yeah or maybe a professional ballet dancer also can i just say how unfair that is dan tipton has almost smooth legs these days from wearing socks, socks. because uh-huh. Yes. And I'm like, so us women just had to wear knee socks for the first 15 years of our lives and we would never have to shave again. Right. Worth it. Worth right. it. I <laughs> my agree. grandma, my grandma. I hate shaving shaved. my legs. I always Me have too. why she's so fair. She doesn't even have to. No, my grandmama, she's Hispanic, but she her and her sisters, they used to bathe in the creek behind the house and it was so cold she never grew hair. That's crazy. Not a single hair on her. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Lucky. lucky. It is lucky, but also I don't want to bathe in a cold creek no. either. But that's why they say, they, whoever they are, people, not me, I'm say, gonna... before you get out of the shower, try and splash cold water. It closes your pores. Yeah, yeah. It closes, You're supposed you know... to do that with your hair, too. Are you? To seal the cuticle. I think I yeah. tried that like three times when That's my hairdresser told me that in my youth. And then I was like, you know what? I guess my hair is going to be open. Yeah, not sustainable. <laughs> After I've had a completely relaxing, even if I'm in a hurry, that heat, mm -hmm. the steam, the eucalyptus, I'll keep in my shower. Right? Come on. I'm like, nah. I don't want to end it with a. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> anyway, what the what, lady? Go uh, drink some water God. and don't charge your husband for mozzarella sticks. Also, I'm picturing because they're in England, right? So uh -huh. even if they get a lot of snow, it's still summer there. <laughs> Excuse me. That's even if right. they get a lot of snow, there's still summer there. So what is she doing? Like she collected all the snow she could into some outdoor barrels That's and pure. rations the water oh, throughout the year. You are so right. What are they doing the rest of the year? I don't get it. I don't and it didn't that. say she only does this in the winter to say it's like, it no, she just lets well, them. Well, it did say there was a creek down the road she can go to, but in the winter it's frozen. So maybe it, she brushes her teeth with creek water during the. Uh, no, I think she reclaims her gray water and just keeps 
cycling oh, through. Wow. No, so ma'am. Gross. So gross. Oh my god. <laughs> I cannot. Okay. This is a story that some people may have heard. It did make national news. This happened a few weeks ago, but I thought it was very interesting because it was kind of a more in-depth explanation as to how this happened. So did you guys know this is the animal instincts corner? Dana, I think you knew about this. Did you guys know that a man was swallowed by a whale and survived okay. it to tell the tale? That's, I heard it immediately. I was super stoked. Then it's people started saying it's not real. I don't know where we stand now. Are you going to fix that for us? Uh, yes. And okay. there was, uh, I mean, again, give me a corrections corner, but I saw multiple sites uh -huh. with articles about this, all reliable sources, okay. including the Cape Cod News, there was which some, is where it happened. Somebody was saying, oh, this is, people were saying, oh, this is like the boy who got was sent up in a weather balloon and the dad what? got famous off of it years ago. We'll save that for another episode. So, Oh my I do, God. I want to hear all this. Yes. Okay. It says, this is from Len Lizenby, okay? okay? I receive all kinds of questions from readers in many states and two countries. And while some of those questions border on the absurd, like, did unicorns ever exist? <laughs> many others are well thought out and often involve great sub general subjects I have been involved with in the past. Here's something I would like to mention concerning Michael Packard's story about recently being swallowed by a humpback whale. The questions raised by that situation range from, is it possible to how did he survive such an ordeal? And the answers to these questions might surprise you. First, it is certainly possible. The humpback whale is a baleen feeder. In other words, it has a complete system for catching tiny fish such as sardines and menhaden, along with other small and micro-ocean organisms. The strips of baleen are tightly spaced together in order to filter in the smaller stuff while filtering out larger items such as big fish, critters such as seals and sea turtles, and scuba divers. The items that cannot be ingested and then digested are spat out with the same force of water as the smaller edible critters that are forced into the gut of the whale. Secondly, the humpback whale is essentially blind for the amount of time it takes to open and then close its mouth to inhale its chosen food. The mouth is very large all by itself, but it expands to even greater size for the several seconds it takes to engulf more of the food. That sounds Virtually, like me. <laughs> <laughs> Virtually anything under approximately 10 feet large, which obviously includes scuba divers, can easily fit into that mouth. I mean, you wow. guys, I, humpback whales are huge. They're yeah. my favorite animal on the planet, if I haven't already said that, whenever we were asked those things as children or adults even. What kind of animal would you be? My choice is always the humpback whale. They I'm are sure my I favorite animal. Yeah. I'm sure you've mentioned it at some point that you like uh, I used to listen to humpback songs when I went to sleep for That's most of high so school in fact. adorably weird uh-huh i would put on <laughs> i'm not kidding you i had a cd that was nothing but humpback whale no. recordings and i would sleep to that mm -hmm. i am always terrified that they're crying <laughs> for their mommies like 
I know. But I don't judge sound stuff. I listened to a sound bath the other day on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Anyway. It's amazing. So cool. Okay, keep going. So it says, has a man ever been swallowed by a whale? A sperm whale swallowed a Cape Cod man off the Cape Verde Islands 150 years ago. Now, a sperm whale is the whale that Moby Dick looks like. Okay, gotcha. Massive. They're obviously even bigger than humpbacks. Uh-huh. So it says, lastly, humpbacks and most other baleen whales can feed at depth. That means if the food supply, usually a school of fish or shrimp, is swimming deep, the whale can engulf them then spit out the unwanted larger parts as it swallows those fish. A scuba diver could easily end up as unwanted food and be ejected along with anything else that was too big to fit through the baleen that the whale took in a few minutes earlier. So the whole point of this is, obviously, um, humpback whales are not predators. They eat krill, okay, like tiny shrimp and whatnot. They're not even eating seals or sea turtles, right. which they probably easily Maybe not easily, but they could definitely swallow. So the point is, it was accidental and therefore it spit it out. But it is kind of amazing that the guy was pushed through and Where lived to tell the tale. Did he go through the blowhole? I don't think so. I think it spit. I think it opened its mouth and just like, you know. Okay. Kind of yacked him right on out. I don't think he got too far, but he was talking about the sensation and just this pressure, obviously, from them squeezing down with the mouth, right? Right. It's fascinating. He lived to tell the tale. There is a picture of him. He doesn't look too bad considering what he went through. But it's pretty fascinating. And I I will tell you. Did he? I I feel like the first mm -hmm. thing that I read. He also said he didn't realize what was happening. Yes. Like, it just was like sudden. He like did not know what was happening. I don't know why so, I just tried to imitate what he looked like. Visually, I enjoyed in, it. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it looked like somebody electrocuted electrocuted her or oh shocked her, God. if you want to know. But it's like I, I my first thought was, did he see the whale coming? Because obviously they're so huge, mm-hmm. but they're also mm-hmm. very deep, I would think. Right. And they probably come up for food. So he I bet yes. he had zero warning, right? It, he just all of a sudden was warning. like, mm-hmm. am I dead? That's yep. so crazy. Also, if you have ever been to Cape Cod, you know this. And if you haven't, I recommend it be on a bucket list for any of you who have not been. It is such a spectacular place and so lovely. And there are humpback whale everywhere. My mom and I went on a whale watching boat oh, years ago. Beautiful. And oh my God, we saw so many. And humpback whales really love to kind of perform and put on a show. That's and what they I come flying. Yep, they fly out of the water and smash down and cause big splashes. They also have that quintessential whale tail that you so famously yes, see. All yes, yes, yes. They're pretty cool. Okay. I love it. Yeah, they're pretty cool. So, anyways, amazing miracle. don't ever want to be swallowed by one. Absolutely not. But would love to hear his stories. Right? (laughs) For real. It reminds me of, uh, I twist up things in my brain, but like Jonah and the whale, the Bible story whale, Mm -hmm, I always mm -hmm, heard growing up. mm -hmm. And then like, wasn't there a whale element to Pinocchio? Yes. 
Okay, so I'm he not crazy. He swallows Pinocchio. Pinocchio is on like a Thank little you. makeshift raft. It's have... part of the ride at Disney. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever been on the Pinocchio ride. <sighs> oh, I think God, it was broke down every brand. time I went. Yeah, mm-hmm. every time I went, I think it was broke down. Uh, you've got to go. Oh, I would love to. Uh, yeah, okay. Because I always think about that. I have such vivid He's swallowed by a whale, by a sperm whale. Dana, are you mixing up Jonah and the whale and Pinocchio? Because that's not cool. (laughs) You absolutely are correct. All right. Well, there we go. He got Pinocchio'd. I love Pinocchio. It has that adorable, beautiful little goldfish with the long eyelashes. And of course, um, the fairy, I was going to say Tinkerbell. It's not Tinkerbell. It's a fairy in a blue dress. Geppetto. Beautiful. The sweet old man. But sweet, sweet. that movie does scare the sheet out of me. Probably still would I, if I watched it. When they go I to the so long. Well, remember, there's like the um, an island. Yes, and this bad man, Stromboli is his name, and he like Good lures boy, in the kids with candy. <sighs> I don't know, but he yeah. lures in the kids with candy, and then he locks them in cages and turns them into donkeys. That's right. Mm-hmm. I completely blocked that. Yep. Yeah, and rightfully so. It's scary. I wonder if we have to find out if if we can watch this together. It's got to be know. out there somewhere. I wonder if it's one of the. I don't know if they have all the classics on, on Disney, Disney Plus, Plus, but they might. Well, somebody named Powell's going to be checking that out real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. I yes. yeah, I can't even imagine. Ooh, right. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's it. I think we're ready for our raves. I think we are. Hey, you know what? Just what? for posterity's sake, we totally glazed over our cleansing breath. So let's take one <gasps> before the rave. Oh my god, you're right. I can't believe I mean, it. If you were so inclined, we can pretend like we didn't and you can cut it in there. <laughs> But if you don't want to, you can let everyone hear me say this so that they know that we try to avoid work as much as possible. So, I don't think I know how to splice. I do, and I don't have the desire to. So here we go, guys. <laughs> I The only reason I don't is because all that's on my mind is that hot tub on the roof. Okay. <laughs> all right, but I would love a cleansing breath. Let's do it. And you know what? This is a good time to do it anyway because we mm-hmm. got silly giggles and scared Pinocchio stories. Uh, we like to <laughs> we like to take a deep breath and blow out all the bad and fill up with the goodness which is our raves that's the thing Mm -hmm. we're most proud of in our show so if you can scream it out do it because it feels real good if you can't Mm -hmm. just take a breath with us real quick okay take a deep breath in and uh, could take about 40 more of those now that i hear that chainsaw again I heard a doggy. Is there oh, yeah. a doggy? Yeah. Just never ending here. I oh. literally feel like I live in Jurassic Park. Oh, man. You might less than an hour and a half to second time. So don't <laughs> stress it. <laughs> Hilarious. Um. All right. I, I'm up first for raves, right? Sure. Or are you? Just do it. Just do it. This is from a listener, okay? 
Uh, and it was from a listener who also um, sent another rave, I think. But never mind. I have that was our yeah, rave from today. I've messed up all of the outlines for the past month, so I, there's no way of telling. Jessica put so much work into all of this, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jess. Oh Just so God. you guys know. I am of value. There was a time when I did all this for a long time and happily so. And Jessica has kindly taken over in my times of insanity. So Indeed. I promise I'm I'm not just an albatross around her neck. I promise. <laughs> this is the weirdest reference ever. Is it? That's a saying. I didn't never heard it. I love it. Like a, a weight around your neck, an albatross. You've never heard oh that. Oh my god. I, I now I have to f make sure I'm doing it right, because um, I know it is a it is a a bird too, right? Yes. Oh God, a very large oceanic bird. <laughs> but there is another of us. I mean, and here we are back to Disney. An albatross is what saves Bernard and. Bianca and Bernard and the rescuers and oh, his little right. cabin that they sit in is a sardine tin. And that's how they like yep. snuck, like fasten themselves in. They twist the little key and pull it's the so cute. sardine. Yes. Oh God. Okay. I just want to point out real quick because I have concerns about my sanity these days. I am correct in some way. Merriam Webster says, that this that it is a bird for sure, mm -hmm. a large yeah. web-footed seabird. <laughs> but yes. it also is something that causes persistent deep concern or anxiety, something that greatly hinders accomplishment and encumbrance. Yes. I've never heard that as a saying. Mm -hmm. So the example wow. is fame. Fame has become an albatross that prevents her from leading. And I would I would rewrite this. Dana might be an albatross that prevents Jessica from leading a normal life. <laughs> <laughs> you maniac. Oh my God. Okay. That is not true at all, but that is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> okay. Uh, my rave. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, this is related to a rant, but this is definitely a rave and a little self-promoting as well. As I said in my rant, which we have completely botched that, um, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So this person says we foster bottle feeding kittens, young kittens and young cats for my shameless plug. Y'all can follow our fostergram. Oh, yay. This is the information because this mm -hmm. is the rant. I have that I keep bulldozing through. I'm exactly. sorry. Mm -mm. So it's coming, y'all. It's about animals. You know me. I love it. Okay. So y'all can follow our fostergram at Miles of Fosters. So let me spell it. At M-I-L-E-S-O-F-F-O-S-T-E-R-E to see the fosters we have and their adorableness along with our link to ways for helping us with these kittens. Oh, I can't wait. 
We know rescues have a difficult time money-wise, so we pay for 95% of our supplies and it can get expensive. <gasps> wow, wow, wow. Mm -hmm. I love I love the rescue community. Those people. I, I mean, they do. Basically, if you think about it, they're raising, they're doing sales. They're doing yeah. charity. They're giving 24-7. I just love them. They're they're kind of they're they're made of something different than I am. <laughs> and it's so admirable. The rescue community, for the most part, is incredible. But my specific rave is about one of the rescues I foster for, Nuzzles & Co. in Park City, Utah. They support their fosters 100%. They have their own in-house vets at the ranch who are incredibly wow. nice uh -huh, and willing to teach you anything you need to be to better care for the animals you foster. They also have a great location and really try to use volunteers and fundraising like a normal nonprofit to ensure that all the donations and such go to the care of the animals. They also make bi-monthly trips to the Native American Indian Reservation south of us, which is about a six to seven hour drive, providing spay and neuter clinics often for free. And we'll take community animals or sick and abandoned animals back to the ranch in Park City to help them heal, get to a foster, and get ready for adoption if that's what's best for the animal. Good Lord, these people are angels. Sometimes there are animals that just don't want to be pets and do best as community animals. I know that's true because one lives in my house and she oh does God. not want to live in my house <laughs> because all she does is hurt us and our things. Cut her. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. This is definitely common with cats more than dogs. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but it does occasionally happen with dogs as well. They also help these community animals by fixing them, vaccinating them, and finding a safe place for them to be with a caretaker that is happy to allow them on the land. I love it. All Around This Rescue is such a fantastic one to adopt from where we got our very first kitty before we got married. Oh, that's so cute. Foster for and work with. Donations are always welcome there, but so does spreading the word. Uh-huh. Yes. So more people know that most rescues like Nuzzles take excellent care of their animals and honestly want what is best for them. Hmm. You're welcome to say my name on both of these. I'm sorry if they're long. Don't, no way. Don't ever apologize. I just got to my breaking point and I had to share lots of appreciation for both of you, Sarah M. Sarah M., uh, we have not done your rant yet because I can't shut my mouth, um, but it is top of the list for next week. We'll do it but next week. Yes. But I want to say what you're, you can follow Sarah M.'s Fostergram at Miles of Fosters on Instagram. So check them out. And mm -hmm. I just want to say, this place sounds like a place I want to live. Okay. Nuzzles and Co. That's what she said, right? Yep. Donations it's are also welcome. amazing that they have uh, an on-site vet because a friend of mine who's heavily involved in dog rescue, particularly That's all over California and now in Mexico, she's helping build a shelter in Tijuana for a woman that has now dedicated her life to abandoned and severely injured and abused street dogs and oh. she's taking them in so they're building her a shelter oh, and man. it's crazy but my point is even when she gets the dogs whether they're from mexico or anywhere in the california area they have a vet that they work with who right. 
gives them a discounted rate. I think sure, also yeah. probably throws in plenty of stuff for free out of the goodness of their own heart. But veterinarians are doctors for animals. They, I know just like doctors want to help any and everybody they can, yes, but they, they can't do. just be going around and doing everything for free or they wouldn't make a living. Right. right. Um, that's why donation is so imperative to any kind of rescue and also the volunteers and their hours, just people putting in the time, transporting the animals, uh, getting, collecting donations for food because my friend also reaches out to companies and sometimes they're like, Hey, we can give you a hundred pounds of dog food. That's going to expire in three months. So we mm -hmm. need to get it out of our warehouse. Right. Right. It's amazing. So Thank you for sending in such an important cause. Oh, my One God. One day, I yes. hope people will learn. <laughs> it, I know. And especially, we'll talk about another time, the spaying and neutering. <laughs> that's big. That's part yes. of the rant. Uh, it's just... And it's and I know it is hard in some places. It is. It's expensive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people don't have the money for it. We can if you if you are a person that needs that service or there's some stray animals in your send us a message. We will find a rescue mm -hmm. in your area because I probably follow them on Instagram. Yes. I mean, I follow so many rescues. It's insane. Um, but I also love the way that the like self-promotion and plug. Great. Do it. We're happy to do. We want to do this for yes. you. Yes. We want to find out all the good things and hear about all the good things you're doing. So that's wonderful. But the fact that this is the kind of this just shows the kind of person that she is. Donations mm -hmm. are always welcome there. Um, but also what makes a difference is spreading the word. Indeed. So more people know. We say that all the time. That's right. So we want to tell you through Sarah M. Nuzzles and Co. They take excellent care of their animals and honestly want what's best for them. Indeed. Nuzzles and Co. Look them up, guys. Park City, Utah. Uh, and if if you live in an, not an area close to that and don't know of any in your area, hit us up. We'll Indeed. Thank you. you. Yeah. All right. My rave this week is a company that I actually have been supporting for a long time just because they happen to be at my local farmer's market. So it was easy when you see I, somebody you like and then you're like, hey, do you know them? They're pretty cool i know a couple of people that have volunteered with them before yes so Can't this rave that. is for homeboy industries their website yeah. is h-o-m-e-b-o-y-i-n-d-u-s-t-r-i-e-s dot org in 1986 when homeboy industries founder gregory boyle became pastor of the dolores mission church it was the poorest catholic parish in los angeles the parish included Aliso Village and Pico Gardens, then the largest public housing pro projects west of the Mississippi. They also had the highest concentration of gang activity. That was saying something given the Los Angeles reputation as the gang capital of the world. At the time, law enforcement tactics of suppression and criminal justice policies of mass incarceration were the prevailing means to deal with gang violence. But where others only saw criminals, Father Greg saw people in need of help. Today, Homeboy Industries is the largest gang intervention, rehabilitation, mm -hmm. and re-entry program in the world, yes. welcoming thousands through our doors each year. 
What began in 1988 as a way of improving the lives of former gang members in East Los Angeles has evolved into the largest gang intervention, rehab, and reentry program in the world. Each year, we welcome thousands of people through our doors seeking to transform their lives. Whether joining our 18-month employment and re-entry program or -hmm. seeking discrete services such as tattoo removal or substance abuse resources, our clients are embraced by a community of kinship and offered a variety of free wraparound services to facilitate healing and growth. In addition to serving almost 7,000 members of uh, of the immediate Los Angeles community in 2018, our flagship 18-month employment and reentry program was offered to over 400 men and women. So um, the reason that I found out about Homeboy Bakery, and we're going to post links to both of this. I, I just said Homeboy Bakery. Homeboy Industries. <laughs> that was a Freudian slip because they're baked. They do have so a bakery, good. yes. So the amazing program that they're talking about, their employment and reentry program, mm-hmm. they have a bakery and they mm-hmm. set up at farmers markets all over LA County. Yep. Their bread is outstanding. They if make uh mistaken, don't they actually have like a full cafe downtown? They might. I think I'm they I'm they actually unsure, but I would not be surprised if they do. Um the bread is insane. They also mm-hmm. make a real mean chocolate chip cookie about the size of your face. Love it. And they also, at least they're famous to me for this, do a rainbow loaf where you cut <laughs> into you? the bread. Yes. 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 I did not know that. It's fantastic. So, A, this is going to a very important cause. And yes. I don't know if you're like me. Dana loves true crime. Yeah. I do, but in a different way. I'm probably more obsessed with the actual prisoners. Uh-huh. Um, and I watch a lot of shows about prison. Oh, is boy. this making me sound crazy? No, I watch I all- them all. <laughs> right? Like one time Alan and I took a six-hour flight. And he turned and looked at me. And I'm like, what? He was just like, he goes, you just watched lockdown yeah. for the last six hours he goes yeah. you didn't blink you didn't get up out of your chair <laughs> you didn't change the channel i don't know if you even took a breath you know what this is why we're friends jessica birds <laughs> are better birds, it you flew know by. it is just such a a drastic difference from what my life is and what i've ever been around and i have this I really have this desire to understand and to see what led them there. What what led them there? Could it have been prevented? Are they there for the right reasons? Sure. Uh, All of that, you know, it just, and the one thing I I wanted to say about homeboy industries is uh, I watched a documentary about them one time and I don't remember Mm -hmm. if it was something somebody here made or I found on YouTube. I don't know what it was, but, Mm -hmm. um, and I have a buddy that also has worked with them. The mm-hmm. rehab and reentry program is amazing. So amazing. They yep. train them. They give them skills. They teach if they want to be chefs, they have a whole chef yes. training. Like, and you know, if they want to have their tattoos removed, they help them with that because that's very expensive. Yep. Uh, it's getting more and more common and easier now with lasers. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've noticed that lately, but they are able to do it fairly mm-hmm. painlessly now, but it's expensive. They help them with this. They give them a skill to go out. They set them up. They don't set them up for failure. They set them up for success. Correct. And that is something that I think in the past has been lacking. And 
I think Homeboy Industries is one of the first that was like, we are going to make sure we do everything we can to keep you on the straight and narrow and yes. progress progress in your life, your yep. rehab and your re-entry. That's literally it's re-entry into society because totally. you and I know from all our prison show watching, that is a different world. It is. And also a lot of the time people, and again, do I know there are some people, sadly, who are repeat offenders and who, yes. A, don't learn a lesson some or have no desire to change? I don't but think I also, rehabilitation it can be for everyone. I really don't. Right. Uh, but for uh, those who want to change yes. and who in their life has not made a mistake, I mean, look, some are greater than others, but we've all done things we regret or wish Correct. we didn't do. Nobody right. is a saint. No. Um but it's critical for people to have a viable skill when they leave and to be encouraged to know, hey, your life doesn't have to be over to prevent right. them from going out, committing more crime or going back to a gang. A lot of people that end up in gangs are because they're from broken homes yes. or they're, in, again, usually in poverty stricken areas where people go, hey, you can make a lot of money with us money. Mm -hmm. or you start treating people like friends and your homie yeah. and whatever and now we're your family i mean it's a whole talk about the psychology of what leads them there i get it yeah but for those who want to get out like i right. cry every time i see some of these old school dudes that are in prison serving life they could yeah. tell the world to f off they could sit alone in their cell all day they could have tried to take their own life the fact that these people are like please don't do what i did yeah. And are trying to help youth or people, other inmates to get rehabilitated and not do this again. It's a really critical thing for our society. And we all know it this country has, I think, the largest incarceration rate yes. in the world. Also, yeah. it's not okay. Well, and listen, this is also not me saying there aren't some people who just cannot be let out. Correct. I do, I do know that. A hundred percent. Absolutely recognize that. But I also just watched a documentary the other night about uh, the way that the laws were at the times that the, the documentary was following some specific women. Mm -hmm. They were incarcerated for killing their husbands or boyfriend or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was domestic violence situation. Yep. And some of them their cases were more circumstantial at the time than anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they were th told they were whores and all these things, you know, there was yep. just so much, you're not sure how much just legal justice was done. And the right. way the laws were made back then, there was no coming back and getting people who were sentenced to prison for life with no parole that has never changed. And the laws were right. much more stringent back then. And on these women, on women, specifically women killers, mm -hmm. uh, that has never changed. And so now you've got like 70 and 80 year old women who a lot of these women have proven over the years, they're involved in rehab, uh, groups and things in the prisons and they've never had a shot at getting out and they're right. 75 years old and couldn't hurt anybody if they wanted to. Right. And, they have families still living that they want yep. to know. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that I just breaks my heart. Absolutely. And those people rehab is possible for them. You Indeed. know, I mean, I have a friend in my life that was involved in gangs when he was mm -hmm. young and 
the normal route to get there wasn't there. Like it was all just insane. And right. he experienced some crazy stuff. And he's sure. one of the kindest, most giving, generous, loving, mm -hmm. wonderful human beings I know oh. now. Right. Right. He yes. rehab was possible for him. Mm -hmm. And luckily he didn't fall into that vicious prison cycle. Exactly. But he easily could have, you know, mm -hmm. I love homeboy industries. The, no, it's great. It's the, I think they're the first ones that saw that that was a necessity. Yes. To keep that cycle from happening to every single person that walks through prison doors. Totally. Yeah. Beautiful. To give someone sure. a reason to start anew and to yes. keep living. Mm -hmm. Right. Something to look forward to and a purpose. Yep. Yeah. Jessica. Well, thank you, Pastor Greg. And thank you, Homeboy Industries. And thank uh -oh. you, Dana. Thank you, Jessica. I think that's our show. I think it is. I can't believe we made it through. I know. We, and and relatively in good time, but it's only because we skipped all our rants and just made up new <laughs> ones. <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We'll be back again next week with more stuff to say. Well. Jessica, you wanted to remind everyone real quick how to get a hold of us because we always yep. need it. Uh, Facebook and Instagram at the Rants and Raves podcast, Twitter at raves underscore the email us at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or go to our website at the contact button www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Yay! Uh, I usually like to end the show with things I'm watching, things Jessica's watching. Are you into anything interesting right now? I just ended Shrill, which I believe was the end of the whole series. I just finished season three. Oh, um, um, 80 Brian. 80 Brian. And Luca's, our friend Luca's on there. I have watched it yet. Is it good? I love it. I Aww. have mixed feelings about the ending of it, but. Oh, because it was the series finale, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I loved the first half of the season and then it got kind of wonky, but then I also kind of get it. Anyways, I don't want to give any spoiler alerts. You should no, watch don't. It. Don't. Yeah, I will. And I love it. her and I love whoever styles her for the show because I, she wears similar stuff when I see her out and about and even like uh -huh. what she wore when she got married and everything. I love her style and whoever styles her in my wildest dreams, I should be so lucky to have someone pick any of those outfits for me. No kidding. I yeah. can't explain to you how cute her clothes are. And I'm like, oh, somebody who's dressing someone as a person and who's cute instead of just treating it like plus size and there can't Ooh, be any moo. fashion for that. Right. It's Floral ridiculous. She looks like a million bucks in every episode. I love Aww. it. And I really love her. I think she's very, very comfortable as a person in her own skin. And that really comes out in her character and on the show. And so I was really drawn to it. I love it. That's amazing. Mm hmm. Oh, right. and I, well, no, what? I'll save that for another. No, 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 no. Go on. Moving really? Along. Yes. Yes. Moving along. Okay. Um, I just caught up on some of my podcasts. It was really fun. They're all usually scary ish. <laughs> um, but, you know, I do love my happiness lab and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, I just I have a book I'm getting ready to start. And when I say that, I mean, listen to um, Time <laughs> Traveler's Guide. The time tra this might be something that 
uh, your husband and I would enjoy together. The Time okay. Traveler's Guide to Medieval England. Just to, oh, to pass the time. It. Are you just... kidding? <laughs> he would love it. Well, because I just listened to the last podcast on the left did a mm -hmm. four or five part series on the Black Plague. And mm. it was absolutely fascinating. And they mentioned that was one of the books that they used as a oh, resource. Wow. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta do. I just have to learn in case right. I ever need to build a castle. Like, I just need to know, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> but then, <laughs> you know, some of the the interesting things, and and actually, I'll leave this as your point to ponder because, sorry to say it, y'all, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. This variant is getting stronger and stronger. Um, get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> but anyway, one of the fascinating things they were talking about when the Black Plague happened, France and Britain were, you know, at odds, at war, whatever, and they mm -hmm. would take the spoils of their war, the British, and they, oh. the women would be seen in French furs and the homes were decorated in French decor, like curtains. Mm -hmm. Absolutely infested with plague-ridden dust fleas. Oh. Uh-huh. And then the flatulence who would go right, you know what that is? Not farts. No. The people the <laughs> the the, the very, plague doctors. Very stringent Catholic believers that if you flatulate beat yourself and they had these whips that would stick into their skin. Flagellation, not flatulation. Correct. I yes. am dead. Did I say it wrong? You said flatulate, like farting. I said not farts. I know. Flatulate. I might be saying it bad. Anyway, those people. They flog themselves. Correct. And they would do parades from town to town, like hundreds of them, which they realized later they were actually like murderers thieves and robbers under the guise of the, the roman catholic church but anyway oh they would go from town to town and do this as you know what is it um to god you know symbolism to god uh, please help us save us whatever mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. the the people in the towns would come out with their rags like you would put holy water or something on you know and dip it in the blood and then wipe it on their faces and it, they were just carrying plague town to town and people what? were scooping their blood and and just wiping it on their plague on their faces no isn't that insanity that's and disgusting then also that when bloodletting was a thing mm -hmm. uh, and so when people would start to get sick they would drain their blood and then they just dumped it in the streets and the rats fed off of it oh dear god so tra time traveler's guide to medieval england if you want more <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my point is think about that this week and let's say how lucky we are when we come back. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> wow, what a wild ride. You're wow, welcome. Make sure to grab your backpack on the way out. We'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> and make sure to send in all of your rants, raves, and everything in between. What is happening to us? I don't know. <laughs> Let's just go to the roof. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>